Folks on the flight deck, welcome aboard United Flight 2701, service to Washington's Reagan Airport. Let's get aboard one hour, 17 minutes, en route, cruising out to 39,000 feet. Weather en route looks pretty good, uh, probably a few bumps on the descent, uh, partly cloudy and 35 degrees for our time arrival in Washington, D.C. As you're all well aware, we have 115 uh, partners with us today on this historic day, where this aircraft is loaded with sustainable aviation fuel in one of the fuel tanks for one of the engines. It's 100% drop-in ready, and it is hopefully going to be ushering in the uh, new era in aviation for sustainability. Again, we're very glad to have you with us today. I hope you enjoy the flight, and welcome aboard. A first in aviation, a United Airlines flight from Chicago to Washington was the first commercial flight carrying passengers that flew on 100% sustainable fuel in one of its engines. United says the flight showed how the sustainable fuel has the potential to match the performance of petroleum-based fuel with a fraction of its carbon footprint. At this time, please ensure your seatbelt is securely fastened. The tray table and seatbacks are up and locked. We'll be underway shortly, and thank you for flying. When it comes to transportation, commercial air travel is one of the fastest growing sources of greenhouse gas emissions. Since 1990, carbon emissions from commercial air travel have increased by more than 22%. By comparison, the military has decreased its aviation greenhouse gases by 66% during the same period. Commercial air travel is one of the last frontiers in decarbonizing the transportation sector. But thanks to biotechnology, there's hope for the future. Our guests today were passengers on that United flight in December. They also played central roles in helping the airline reach this exciting milestone. I'm Dr. Michelle McMurray-Heath, and you're listening to I Am Bio. United 2701, 10 left, Delta Delta, clear for takeoff. After takeoff, right turn heading 120. United 2701, clear for takeoff, 10 left, Delta Delta, right turn 120. In December of 2021, United coordinated the very first passenger flight using 100% sustainable aviation fuel in one of the engines. For me, it was kind of like a holiday or a birthday party for all climate enthusiasts that believe in the future of travel carbon-free. This is Lauren Riley. I'm Lauren Riley. I work at United Airlines as the Chief Sustainability Officer. As Chief Sustainability Officer, Lauren is tasked with helping the airline reach its net-zero climate goals. Sustainable aviation fuel plays a critical role in decarbonizing aviation. And what sustainable aviation fuels are is they are renewable or waste-derived fuels that can replace the petroleum, fossil fuel-based fuels that we use today in our aircraft. And what's really exciting about that is that when you look at these sustainable aviation fuels on a life cycle basis, they have the capacity today to reduce emissions up to 85% with promise through technology to really reduce the emissions uh, beyond up to 100%. United's use of sustainable aviation fuel is a game changer for the airline industry. 
typically relying on carbon offsets, such as protecting forests or planting trees, the sector struggles to reduce its actual environmental footprint. And that's really important to us because carbon offsets, they play a role in decarbonizing the economy for sure. But when you're talking about a hard-to-abate industry like aviation, we can't afford to be distracted and call success by, you know, basically financing some of these projects that have absolutely nothing to do with aviation. So for United, we are laser-focused on those solutions that can pull out the emissions from flying, and sustainable aviation fuel is one of them. Last December's flight was more than a photo op for Lauren and United. It was a true test for the future of green aviation. But it was really a remarkable milestone because today we have a limit of the amount of sustainable aviation fuel allowed in our aircraft. It has to blend at 50%, meaning you can use up to 50% sustainable aviation fuel and 50% conventional jet fuel, which is fossil-based. So what we demonstrated on that flight and, and really celebrated with policymakers, with our corporate customers, with our colleagues across aviation, and of course from the fuel industry, is that you can safely fly using 100% sustainable aviation fuel in your engine, and it performs exactly the same as fossil jet fuel. And so that was really a milestone in demonstrating that we don't need these limitations on the amount of fuel, sustainable aviation fuel, that we can use in our engines. We can actually go 100% there. And so it was a big milestone for aviation. It was a really, really important technical mile marker, frankly, for us to say, why do we have these blending requirements? And, And perhaps those can be lifted one day into the future, maybe sometime soon. United's monumental flight was a long time in the making, owing much to the hard work of researchers and scientists who made this green breakthrough possible. United has been on a journey to decarbonize and support sustainable aviation fuel for for quite some time now. I mean, well over a decade for sure. We conducted our first uh, test flight using sustainable aviation fuel back in 2009. And uh, by way of context, today, sustainable aviation fuel, it's a pretty nascent technology and solution. It was barely heard of at that time. In 2011, we conducted the first passenger flight without passengers that time, uh, but on a commercial aircraft using sustainable aviation fuel. In 2015, we made the largest investment still to date in a sustainable aviation fuel producer. And we've been using sustainable aviation fuel every single day out of Los Angeles Airport on every flight that is a United flight leaving Los Angeles Airport, which is really exciting. I mean, it shows that if you can get the supply and you can get it into your fueling tanks, you can you can use this on any aircraft in any flight today. That's why they call it drop-in ready. United 2701, contact Chicago departure now, 125 decimal zero. Have a good day. United 2701, over departure 250. We'll see you. And since then, we've made many, many investments in sustainable aviation fuel producers. Right now, it's a bit of a support all things, technology, innovation, decarbonization, because we need a suite of solutions. And finally, I'll just mention that last year, United established what we call the United Airlines Venture Group. And this group is specifically designed to enable investments by United Airlines in strategic priorities, of which decarbonization is one of the primary And through this group, we can continue to invest in startups and emerging technology groups that um, have the promise to deliver solutions that can scale and permanently decarbonize aviation. And that's really exciting. Being able to take these solutions to scale is important. For United, incorporating sustainable aviation fuels to green up its fleet 
makes economic sense as well as environmental sense. There absolutely is a relationship between technological innovation and environmental sustainability. In fact, I think they go hand in hand, quite frankly. And I'll say that in sort of two different dynamics. Technology inherently does drive efficiency. When you have technology to enable better processes, better operations, better behaviors across your enterprise, you are, by way of that improvement, emitting less carbon, a less greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. And that's a win-win for everybody. So there's absolutely a critical role that technology plays in driving that efficiency that we need. In addition to that, it also drives transparency. You can't run away from the numbers that are captured through technology. You cannot run away from the numbers that um, demonstrate are you moving in the, the right direction or the wrong direction. Cleveland Center, United 2701, we're at uh, 18.9 to level 230. United 2701, Cleveland Center, roger. Climb and maintain flight level 390. Up to 390, United 2701. There's no doubt that investments like United's Sustainable Aviation Fuel Program will help scale new green technologies. However, it will also take government action to spur greater adoption. There are several policies that we know work, which is really exciting because it means that we have a roadmap to actually decarbonize if we can put some of these mechanisms in place. There is no doubt that the California Low Carbon Fuel Standard has been magically successful. It really has stimulated the kind of supply that we need, frankly, uh, federal, uh, you know, across the U.S. and then globally. In addition to that, there is a Sustainable Skies Act that's on the table that was part of the Build Back Better package called the Blender's Tax Credit. And essentially, what's really exciting about this tax credit is that it will be active for a 10-year period, and it's performance-based. And what that means, frankly, is that the more carbon you reduce through the fuel that qualifies under the tax credit, the greater payout. So it incentivizes these future innovators, these fuel suppliers, to really create the kind of fuels that we need that can truly pull the carbon out of flying. And so we're hopeful, we're optimistic, we'll continue to push. When we come back from a break, we'll talk to Lauren about supply challenges and we'll meet the company that supplied the green fuel for United's historic flight. That folks on the flight deck leveled off at our cruising altitude of 39,000 feet. Looks like it's mostly smooth en route. We're going to turn the seatbelt sign off for now. However, if you stay seated, please keep your seatbelts fastened in case we come across any bumps down the road. The computer shows us touching down in uh, D.C. about 14 minutes ahead of schedule. We'll update you with that and the weather as we get closer for now. Hope you enjoy the flight. The Bio-International Convention, the world's largest biotech partnering event, will be back in person from June 13th through the 16th in San Diego, California. Big breakthroughs happen when collaboration and innovation collide. So join us for four exciting days of networking, programming, and partnering that will shape the future of the biotech industry. Visit bio.org events for more information. We're back. 
to talk about green supply sources with United Airlines Chief Sustainability Officer Lauren Riley. Today's technology is using fats, oils, and greases, so think used cooking oil, uh, to really produce sustainable aviation fuel. And in fact, when we had our flight back in December with the, the first passenger flight using sustainable aviation fuel, someone joked that they thought they smelled French fries uh, in the corridors of the, of the aircraft, which was not quite true, but nevertheless. The second generation is really around um, biomass. So think about municipal solid waste, think about woody waste and forestry and agricultural byproduct. That's really an exciting and emerging space that has the opportunity to bring new supply online. But the future is really around what I call power to liquid. You can hear it referred to as e-fuels. There's a variety of different nomenclature out there. But essentially what that means is pulling carbon dioxide, pulling CO2 out of the atmosphere in a variety of capacities and converting that into jet fuel. That is the technology of the future. It's going to take a lot of time. Uh, None of these pathways today are economic. And that has been a major, major challenge of ours. Even the fuel that exists today, it's anywhere from two to four times the cost of conventional jet fuel. And so having the partnership with our corporate travelers, having a policy engagement to incentivize this market and actually begin to close that premium, it's so critically important right now. Up Potomac, it's the United 2701, checking in 230. United 2701, flight level 230, radar contact. Descend via CAPS 3, landing south. All right, descend via the CAPS 3, landing south, United 2701. It's greener because what we're doing is we're recycling the carbon from the atmosphere, pulling that carbon through plant resources, and then letting the plants and Mother Nature kind of do its thing to take that carbon, turn it into a useful material that ultimately we can turn into jet fuel. This is Dave Kettner, the president and general counsel of Virant. Virant is an early stage company that is working to commercialize our technology, which we call the bioforming process, for converting sugars from plants into renewable fuels and chemicals. One of those renewable fuels is sustainable aviation fuel. Virant's product powered the United Airlines commercial flight last December. Sustainable aviation fuel is basically a substitute for petroleum-based jet fuel, except that it comes from sustainable resources, which can be plants, it could be biogenic carbon captured from the atmosphere, as well as other things such as waste materials, wood waste, and agricultural residues, which are basically the leftovers from farming practices. Dave's company, like many others, works on solutions to decarbonize all modes of transportation, including air travel. What is unique about Viren's technology, however, is something Lauren alluded to earlier, the ability to drop in. The reason why the flight with United Airlines was so important and, quite frankly, quite monumental and historic was because it proved that you don't need to change the aircrafts or the fueling industry because there is the possibility of providing a 100% drop-in sustainable aviation fuel. And the critical part of that for Virant is that the piece that's missing from other fueling opportunities, Virant gets to provide that particular element. And so the combination of fuel produced by Virant as well as the United Airlines flight, the fuel was produced by World Energy, the HEFA component, the combination of those two components together were able to produce a drop-in fuel. And because Virant's technology uses sugars, the option for feedstocks are pretty much endless. So what the Virant biofarming process is able to do is to take basically sugars from any source. Those sugars 
could be from corn. It could be from cane sugar. It could be from beet sugar. It could be from wood material. It could be from corn stalks in a cornfield. It could be from bagasse, which is leftover from processing cane sugar. It could also be from municipal solid waste. What we're able to do is take any sugars which can be extracted from those materials. And today there's a multitude of technologies that are able to take starch and corn, sugar, and pull them out of the corn kernel. Same thing with sugar cane and sugar beets. That is a very well-known technology, which is being commercialized by multiple other companies around the world. So we don't need to be involved with the growing side. We don't need to be involved with production of the sugar itself. All we do is we take the sugar from its sugar source and we put it into sugar water. So it's in liquid form. And then we run it through a refining system very much similar to what you would do with oil, except that it's sugar water on the front end. Coming out of the back end, going through our process, is the exact same things that you would see out of a refinery, namely gasoline, jet fuel, diesel fuel, and then the chemicals that can go into plastics, fibers, and films. United 2701, Potomac Approach, advise River in sight. River is in sight, United 2701. Roger, United 2701, you are cleared the river visual runway 19. Clear the river visual 19, United 2701. Basically, what we're able to do in the course of minutes is what Mother Nature takes millions of years to do, and that's to take plant material, that being the sugar component, and convert it into fuels and chemicals, no different than what you see out of a petroleum refinery today. And the beauty of it and why it's sustainable is because the origin of the carbon in those sugars is from the atmosphere as opposed to coming out of the ground. Thanks to biotechnology, Byron is turning our oversupply of sugars into green energy. And for Dave, who was also on that United flight, experiencing his company's sustainable fuel at work was quite incredible. I was. I was on that flight, sat in the fourth row, and it was, it was pretty historic. It was really cool. There was 115 people on the flight, including senior executives from our company, as well as United Airlines, Boeing, Siemens, World Energy. A lot of press was on that plane as well. Some members of Congress were on the plane, and uh, getting on the plane itself, you could hear a buzz and feel a buzz about it. Certainly when the plane landed, I think a lot of people were like, great, we made it. So that was successful. But then just truly being part of a historic moment like that, not too many people have that opportunity, and it's really exciting to be part of it. Tower United 2701, River Visual 19. United 2701, Reagan Tower, Roger. Clear to land, runway 19er. No traffic between you and the runway. Clear land, 19, United 2701. Thank you to today's guests for their contributions to creating a cleaner, greener planet and for inspiring others to follow in their footsteps. We have no time to lose to protect our planet. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and or review this podcast and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at I Am Biotech. And subscribe to Good Day Bio at bio.org slash good day. This episode was developed by executive producer Teresa Brady and producers Connor McCoy and Marilyn Sawyer. Sound design and mixing by Jay Goodman. Theme music created by Luke Smith and Sam Brady. Thank you.